It's Monster Monday on the Jack Lantern Press Podcast. My name is Michael Piccarella. And my name's Tom Piccarella. Each Monday, Tom and I talk about and briefly profile a monster of the week. This Monday's monster, the zombie. It's crazy times in the human world today. We have a pandemic, the coronavirus, an infectious disease caused by a new virus, is triggering respiratory illness and is spreading at an alarming rate, primarily through contact with an infected person by way of coughing, sneezing, or even touching a surface or object that has the virus on it. And I gotta say, when people were first starting to wipe out the toilet paper aisles and the water aisles in stores, I thought it was a little bit of an overreaction, and I was even a little ticked off because I was out of toilet paper and I couldn't find any anywhere. And then Italy closed, and the NBA put their season on hiatus or ending it or whatever they're going to do. Schools shifted instruction to online learning. And then when Tom Hanks got infected, then it was like, this this thing is real. And <laughs> When Tom life Hanks was... got infected. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> But I got to say, like, life definitely started to look like a zombie movie, except the infected aren't rotted corpses and they don't have to bite you to infect you. They look like you and me, and all they really have to do is just be in your personal space. Now, I don't know if I'm whack or twisted, but I started watching The Walking Dead again. And that led to picking up a bunch of other horror movies and my Zombies for Zombies book, which I've been devouring all over again. Um, And I don't know, maybe it's a way to cope with what's going on or deal with it in a way that's not so serious. But that's the purpose of tonight's episode. So we hope that it finds you well and in good health. But, yeah, I don't know. What do you think, Tom? Did you... Have you been looking at what's going on and seeing what's going on and just feeling like this is a zombie movie? Yeah, no, I mean, it's... At first, I was like you. I mean, I thought it was a little over... I mean, obviously, the media is pumping this up quite heavily. But then, you know, when you start seeing, you know, the states shutting down stuff and then your cities shutting down stuff and then people are staying inside. I mean, didn't there... Was, there was an article, I think, about the uh, pollution in the air and how it it has gone gone down so much because nobody's driving around. I mean, Disneyland's closed. I mean, you're talking big things now are starting to happen. Uh, you know, we're on like uh, these, these shifts that are rotating shifts, you know, because I work for the city here. And, uh, you know, we got to be home, work from home and, and stuff like that. I mean, it, I, I don't, I don't know how crazy it's going to get, but it, it really is starting to remind me of like a zombie apocalypse, which is why we're doing this episode tonight. And, um, I, I think one of the, the videos that we should link in the show notes was the one that you posted the other day where they were pulling in a, uh, a pallet of toilet paper. paper. Yeah. Yeah. And those people, that guy that put the zombie sounds attached to it, dude, that was insane. I can't believe how fast that pallet of toilet paper went. Like, dude, it was nuts. It was like zombies, like, you know, attacking a, a human being that's normal and just taking them over. 
Uh, yeah, you nuts. can see like at all the Costco's when the doors open, people go running in. When this first started going on, they were running back to the toilet paper, and it was running out within 45 minutes. Uh, I think it was last week. I believe it was last. No, the week before that, when it really started getting real, and people were swarming Costco's like zombies would swarm, you know, a house with people inside. And at one point, there was one Costco where I live that opened the doors and the people started rushing in like they they were climbing over each other running their baskets into the other person yelling at other people saying you're cutting and and it was unbelievable where management actually said everybody back up we're closing the doors they closed the doors and there were people that went up to the side doors there's like a little window and banging on the door saying, I was here at 6 a.m. Open this door. It was, I'm telling you, it was unbelievable. It really yeah, was like, like, like zombies. zombies. Yeah. yeah it, it really was. And yeah, crazy. It's, and it's you're right, definitely... though. I mean, even with, with the toilet paper, I still can't believe the toilet paper is, is like the biggest commodity right now that people are going after and it's stupid because i didn't want to really like get involved in it you know i just figured uh you know it'll pass people will will stop hoarding it but then it got to the point where we were getting low and then i'm trying to figure out like how am i going to get toilet paper so thank goodness that i know somebody that that works at safeway and he he called us at five o'clock in the morning and i had to get up and go down there and sit in front of safeway until it opened at 6 a.m so that I can run in there really quick and get myself a bunch of, of toilet paper. It was just stupid. And then even after I was done, there was like hordes of people coming in after me. Yeah, I got to get some toilet paper. It's like, dude, I, I can't believe but it. Dude, it, it, this whole thing reminds me of a zombie apocalypse. So like yeah. you, you've been grabbing the books, maybe watching some movies. And honestly, I've just been, been playing a bunch of video games, VR games with, uh, with zombies, which I'll you know, list off a few later on. Um, but yeah, I, I'm just, I'm just taking, taking this whole thing. And, and, uh, anytime that I have available, I'm, I'm just playing zombie games cause well, it's fun. I'll tell you this. Like, I think that there is something like you want to be able to relate. You want to see something that can relate to what's going on in your life, which is, I think what we do with movies and books, stories, you know, there's a quote that says stories are equipment for living. I forget who said it, but you know, I, I watched World War Z and the opening of that movie, even though obviously it wasn't the same chaos, but there's this, there is a similar chaos to what's going on because we've never seen anything like this in our life you know think stores and disneyland closing down disneyland has never closed down for more than no. a day that i know of since 1955 yep. and it's closed i've never seen yeah, sports I've... leagues shut down i don't think i mean it's i don't think i've crazy. ever seen that yeah i mean but right now they just passed something here where where they um they just closed down all of the the restaurants. I mean, I guess you could do door door side pickup. Yeah. But any anything that's, that's over is, yeah. ten people, they're restricting it now. I mean, I don't know how they're gonna enforce it. I just think they're just saying they're gonna try to they're do everything they can. To, it. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. I was just out tonight. We had to go to Target. And there's still people out. The mall had the mall's closed, but there's some restaurants there. So there's still cars there, but you know, definitely not as much. It still feels like I live in LA though, so there's still a lot of people driving around, even though we're supposed to be locked down. It's not a mandatory lockdown though. But I don't know. Yeah, it's scary. Even if it was, but, how would they how would they enforce that? They can't enforce yeah, that. There's not even enough know. police officers to enforce that especially in your neck of woods. I mean, there's millions of people in that whole area. So I don't yeah. I don't know how they would do it. They're saying but. I saw something. I saw something. Now, I don't know if this is true. I don't have a source. This was just something that someone had posted, so it could be BS. Um, but it said that since the lockdown, Venice, Italy's canals have become crystal clear. Italy coasts have dolphins coming near and near. Japan has deer roaming free in the streets. And Thailand, the same with monkeys. China has record-breaking pollution cuts. The earth has already begun to show signs <clears throat> of amazing things that are happening from the absence of human pollution. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's true or not. No, I, I read the same thing. It's interesting. That's what I was saying earlier about the whole pollution where where it's there's like signs signs of it. Uh, uh, you know, why, why do people got to text me when we're on this? But sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, uh, don't they know? But now, don't they know geez. that we're a zombie apocalypse? Maybe it's the social distancing that we're uh, doing. So maybe uh, we should just text people while we're while we're recording. <laughs> but no, <laughs> the pollution thing I, I've read about. Um, where they're saying that it's already, it's already having, you know, a significant, uh, you know, impact in a good way, obviously to the earth and whatnot. I mean, I think there's going to be a huge learning, uh, on all of this, you know, once this is over with, um, of how they can better approach this. But I, I think everybody's just been blindsided by it. But I mean, let, let's, let's jump into the, to the zombie portion of this. Cause really that's what we're referring to this as being especially when you go outside i mean if anybody goes outside right now and looks around if you're in a in an area where a lot of people are i'm not in an area where there's tons of people but even in my small neck of the woods there there are still a noticeable difference when you're driving down the road the cars that are parked on the side of the roads i mean it really it, it feels like a ghost eerie. town right now it's kind of yeah. eerie yeah well, all right, yeah, so tonight Tom and I are going to talk about the the zombie in this episode. I'll discuss the origins of this particular monster, then Tom will share some of its strengths and weaknesses, and we'll conclude with ways to find the zombie in popular culture, including some news about a breed of zombie related to current events. We'll save that to the end. So, all right. As far as origins goes, before I get into like the, the origin story or where zombies first started popping up, I did want to read a little bit from the 2011 book Monsters in the Movies by John Landis. Um, and this is in the Zombies chapter. It opens with, For decades, zombie movies drew on the traditional figures of Haitian voodoo ritual. The cliched image of a zombie was a tall, lean, black man with glassy eyes. A prime example appears in I Walked with the Zombie from 1943, which is a much better movie than it sounds, and he's definitely right about that. It's a very good movie. 
Zombies were called the walking dead, and they tended to shamble along. They may have been slow, but they just kept coming. So, according to the History Channel, the ancient Greeks may have been the first civilization terrorized by a fear of the undead. Archaeologists unearthed ancient graves which contained skeletons pinned down by rocks and other heavy objects, assumedly to prevent the dead bodies from reanimating. The History Channel goes on to say that zombie folklore has been around for centuries in Haiti, possibly originating in the 17th century when West African slaves were brought in to work on Haiti's sugarcane plantations. Brutal conditions left the slaves longing for freedom. According to some reports, the life, or rather afterlife, of a zombie represented the horrific plight of slavery. Um, in earlier stories, the zombie is a dead body reanimated through various methods, usually some kind of voodoo magic. Um, that changed over the years in storytelling. Um, as far as the word zombie, this was kind of interesting. According to Wikipedia, the English word zombie was first recorded in 1819 in a history of Brazil by the poet Robert Southey. It was spelled Z-O-M-B-I. The Oxford English Dictionary gives the word's origin as West African and compares it to the Congo words, I'm not even going to try to pronounce this, N as in Nancy, Z-A-M-B-I, which means God, and Zumbi, Z-U-M-B-I, fetish. A Kimbundu to Portuguese dictionary from 1903 defines the related word, N-Z-U-M-B-I, as soul, while a later Kimbundu Portuguese dictionary defines it as being a spirit that is supposed to wander the earth to torment the living. So that's interesting breakdown of the word. Um, Wikipedia indicates that one of the first books to expose Western culture to the concept of, voodoo, of the voodoo zombie was a book called uh, The Magic Island in 1929 by W.B. Seabrook. Early movies include 1932's White Zombie with Bela Lugosi, and then there was 1943's I Walked with the Zombie, which is a great, great um, movie and worth checking out. It's a, one of the Val Luton movies. Really spooky images, spooky atmosphere. But it was 1968's George Romero film, Night of the Living Dead, which was reportedly inspired by Richard Matheson's 1954 novel, I Am Legend, which seems to be the source of origin for the zombie as we know it today. That zombie, the slow-moving, moaning dead, hungry for human flesh, and of course, brains. Although the 1985 movie, Return of the Living Dead, may be the source that introduced the concept of zombies eating brains. So that's what I have for uh, for origins. How about uh, you, Tom? What do you have for strengths and weaknesses or any other goods on the zombie? Well, so I want to go into uh, something that I found when I was doing a little bit more research. Um, there's, a, there's a website called powerlisting.fandom.com. And it actually breaks down different types of zombies, which I thought was kind of neat. 
Um, we'll link this in the show notes in case you wanna you wanna dig into it because I don't I don't want to you know read everything here. We'll be here all night. Um, but uh, but yeah. So I'm I'm gonna say, I'm just gonna read little pieces of this. So. Uh, there are several variations of zombies, mostly defined by how they are created. So the first one is Type C, uh, which is a construct. And what they refer to that as is is that's like similar to like a Frankenstein monster. Uh, this is a zombie you get when attempting to reanimate somebody or bodies from the dead with science. Um, so those are Type C. Type F which is your flesh-eating monsters or flesh-eating zombie, and that's your typical B-movie zombie where it eats skin and uh, and brains and, and various organs and stuff like that. Um, then you have a type P, uh, which is plague-bearing. P? P as in P Paul. P as in a Paul, okay. Yeah, it's plague-bearing, and that's created oh, by a virus... <laughs> Or occasionally a machine of some uh, of some such. Uh, basically, though, that's just a plague that that's obviously developed by whatever the disease is, which you know might be something that maybe we're seeing now. Um, then you have a type R, or I'm sorry, you have a type PS, which P as in Paul, S as in Sam, which is a parasite, um, which is a subtype of type P. Um, these zombies are created specifically via exposure to a form of a parasite life form um, or some type of mutation as they as they put it. And then uh, there's a type R, which is a revenant and and that's an older variety originating in Euro- European folklore uh, and you can you can get more information on on those. And then there's a type RA which is a radioactive zombie, and those types are born from radiation of various kinds, especially if they are born from like a reactor, meltdown, critically, uh, criticality accidents, um, or radiation leakage, and, and then the zombie is, is kind of built uh, from that. And then the last one is type V as in Victor, which is the voodoo, which is kind of funny that you were kind of bringing up stuff like that and that's the original zombie reanimated by dark arts um anyways i just kind of wanted to go go into the different types there's there's more information on this website that kind of goes into a little bit more detail um but there was another another website that i found um <clears throat> we'll put this in the show notes as well it's it's narikchase.com i'm not really sure where that name even comes from i was just searching for stuff and so they they started coming up with all the different supernatural powers that zombies have, which um, they have hibernation. It says zombies have shown the ability to enter a sort of hibernation unless stirred. Uh, pain suppression. I mean, you could pretty much chop them up and they're still moving. So obviously they are not experiencing any sort of pain. Um, enhanced stamina. I mean, they go for days. <laughs> I mean, they just could keep walking and walking around and walking around. Uh, enhanced smell because <laughs> if they smell, you know, a human, they Life. they go right yeah. after it. Um, and enhanced bite uh, because obviously, if when they're eating you, uh, they're they're spreading their virus and they devour their prey with it. And then some of their weaknesses is obviously head trauma. So if you chop their head off or smack it with a bat or put a knife through it, 
Um, you know, you kill the zombie. Um, fire, you could obviously burn the zombie. Um, and then it says their mortality. Um, this really focuses on more of the living infected. Uh, and then I think they're referring to a lot of the video games in that. Um, they have different types of feeding, so they're self-sustenance. Uh, then all they also have uh, reproduction, so they infect via uh, a bite or infect via a scratch or another sort of form of parasite. Uh, and that's kind of all I really had with, you know, powers and abilities and, and the different types. But I also wanted to get into something that I think is, is kind of neat. Um, right now in our, our Dungeons and Dragons that we're doing, um, we're doing a, a campaign called Tomb of Annihilation. And this is the thing I was telling you about that I think is really cool. We're in this, in this adventure as you're, as you're leveling up and making your way through this map. Uh, you're fighting these these dinosaurs that are zombified, and we we are looking forward to this to this Tyrannosaurus Rex that's a zombie Tyrannosaurus Rex, and the picture of it is really neat. And I unfortunately don't have a picture of it because uh, my book um, I'm I'm letting the the dungeon master uh, borrow my book, so I I couldn't get a picture. But if anybody has the Tomb of Annihilation campaign book, just look in there. It's it's really cool. Um, really cool looking. Everything that you fight in this whole area, you're like in a jungle and everything's zombified. So you're just fighting zombie after zombie after zombie. And it was really, really cool because here, you know, the whole coronavirus thing's going on and we're fighting zombies and stuff, you know, in this, in this campaign that we have. So it was a lot of fun just, just kind of you know, doing that. Um, the other thing I wanted to, to jump into was, uh, like I was mentioning early, I've been playing a ton of, of VR, virtual reality zombie games, and I wanted to kind of just throw out a list of, of some of my favorites. There, there's a ton. I actually didn't realize how many there were until I started looking them up. I don't have, uh, the, the, the list that I'm going to tell you are the ones that, that I have played and I think are, are awesome. Um, uh, there's also um, a couple of other things that I want to go into. But this list, I've talked so about some of these in the past uh, episodes. Um, but The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners by far is my favorite of all of them. It just came out in January. Absolutely phenomenal. If you're ever going to get a VR game, that's the game to get um, as far as, as a zombie game goes. Uh, the next one is Arizona Sunshine, great game. Zombie Riot, uh, the Brookhaven Experiment, Kill Floor uh, Incursion. Uh, I think it's Killing Floor in, Incursion. That that one's a great kind of freaky. You know, it's dark and stuff, and they're like charging at you. Uh, Death Horizon Reloaded is another really uh, really cool zombie game. Uh, Drop Dead, uh, the Dual Strike Edition. Um, Zomday, Hordes, Into the Dead, um, Dead Hungry. That one's interesting because you're kind of putting together brains and stuff, and then you're 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 feeding it to the zombies that come up to the window. Uh, it's really kind of funny <laughs> on that one. So you're sitting in like a kitchen, and instead of you putting together regular meals, you're putting together stuff for the zombies. Um, That's funny. <laughs> 
<laughs> then they have one I mean, on the... What's the, the object? Just to, you have to hurry up and, and make the meal before the zombies like take over you and make you into a zombie, essentially. Oh, so you're basically giving them the brains and then yeah. if, if the brains are not out, they're going to get through the window and get you? Yeah, get you and then you die and then yeah. become a zombie yourself. Right. Um, there's another one that has a bunch of zombies in it sense. and some other stuff. This is on the PlayStation uh, VR. It's called Until Dawn Rush Blood. Um, it's actually sort of carnival-y, but then there's all kinds of zombies and stuff around. And then, of course, probably one of the freakiest games in VR today is Resident Evil 7. And I haven't even made it through this whole game because, holy crap, this game is scary. Um, and it it puts you on the edge. And I, I VR, I'm, I'm telling you, once again, I've said it a million times on, on this podcast, VR... Uh, it definitely takes you there, but this game um, is is some of the the best interaction as far as immersion goes, and they just have done it right. So if you can make it through that game, kudos to you because it it is pretty scary. Um, there's another one, and I couldn't even believe that I found this one, uh, but somebody had created one called Zombie World Coronavirus Apocalypse. It came out on Steam on December 29th, 2019 by a company called Smart Move. It's 14.99 and I I can't I haven't played it. What the heck? I How can't did they even, believe... even know about it. Well, I mean, this this virus the reason it's called COVID-19 or Dash 19 is cuz it came out in 2019. Um Yeah, so... but that how long were they making this game? Oh, how it's a cheesy it game. Make... They did it quickly. Yeah, I I would imagine it has I mean, how, no storyline. There's no way they would have known what was going on. That's Either that or they were making. Yeah, uh, they were probably making <laughs> a video game with zombies in it, and then they probably just decided to throw Change this in the there, name just, or something. Yeah. yeah. And then there's mm-hmm. another one that's free on Steam, and it's called Night of the Living Dead VR. And don't get too excited. Because it's not that great. You're kind of standing in the in the house like they were. And you're just shooting zombies. It's cheesy, but it's free. So if you want to try it out, you can you could try it out. A huh. um, couple of other things I wanted to bring up real quick. Uh, is just, uh, you know, um, there's some PC zombie games that I wanted to, to just kind of throw at people. Just because they're, they're absolutely phenomenal. Um, you got Daisy, you got Left 4 Dead series, you got the, obviously the Resident Evils. Um, Call of Duty Black Ops 4 has you know zombies. I think a lot of them have the zombies in it. Um, you got State of Decay, uh, you got Killing Floor, um, you got Dead Rising uh, one, two, and three. I, I think th- th- I don't know if they came out with a fourth one yet. I think they were working on it, but the number three was awesome. I actually enjoyed the heck out of it. Um, you got uh, you got World War Z that just came out. I honestly, I mean, I I have fun with that game. That thing is is a lot a lot of fun. Probably one of the best as far as like the amount of zombies. Maybe putting that close to the Dead Rising Three, um, just with how they've dealt with the zombies. It really feels like you're you're in this like open area. And none of these are VR, um, but if they were, it'd be even better. 
Uh, but these games are a lot of fun uh, in case you want to pick up some of those if you don't have a VR headset. Uh, and then obviously, you know, one other thing I wanted to bring up, and I've brought this up in the past on some of our, our podcasts, um, is Robert Kirkman, The Walking Dead comic books. Uh, if, if you don't have those, I mean, they have they have a ton of these. I think he's got, and I, I, I think I brought this up on another one, um, but he's got like 193 issues, and it's been going since 2003 up to up to now. Uh, this series is great. Um, I, I, I'm not so much into the, into the TV series I was, uh, and then it started getting really kind of slow moving, but the comics, if you like comics, just get it. The artwork is fantastic and the, the flow of the story is just absolutely fantastic. So, um, definitely, definitely want to check those out as well. And that's kind of what I had for, uh, for all of my stuff here. Uh, and I'll throw it back at you um, of what you got for movies and whatnot. Yep. So uh, movies, uh, probably my favorite zombie, and I haven't seen them all. There's definitely a lot out there, and more and more coming out. But the one that really got me excited about zombie many many years ago, even though I saw this movie when we were kids, and it scared me. Um, is 1985's Return of the Living Dead. Uh, And I didn't realize that it was a comedy because as a kid, it scared the heck out of me, especially the end, um, which I won't spoil, but it it did scare me. Then, of course, there's 1968's Night of the Living Dead. There's 1992's Dead Alive, also known as Brain Dead, which I still have not seen a movie as gory as Dead Alive, uh, so I still call it the goriest movie ever made. And yeah, when you see the lawnmower was. scene, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, when you the lawnmower scene and 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 there's a karate scene in the graveyard with a priest. It, uh, you know, it's classic yeah, stuff. That was funny. <laughs> um, Robert Rodriguez's Planet Terror, which was his um, his. Uh, film for the double bill called grindhouse in 2007 um i loved planet terror it was just a lot of fun um a lot of like gross stuff like when we were making movies when we were kids with our video camera and just making little gore things and you would show it in front of a lot of people and they would just get grossed out by it and like oh but they were like having fun with it because it was almost like cartoon gore and so people would like get grossed out but would be laughing that's what i think of with planet terror it has that kind of fun and i i watched it again today and i've seen it many times but it is a lot of fun and do you re- it reminded do you remember, me of do you remember when when we were making fat jack if anybody's interested in making good blood use caro syrup it yeah, is caro syrup coloring. and red food coloring yeah yeah it's messy dude, that was heck, the best though. It is messy. It's so it sticky. definitely is messy, but it's thick but, and and it it the way it flows and and kind of drips down. It, it's neat. Uh, so yeah. if anybody uh, wants to wants to make their own like zombie thing or like chop stuff with special effects, that's definitely the way to go. Yeah, but I will say though, I remember watching Grindhouse in the theater and the and the audience was roaring. It was just so much fun and. I know it bombed, but in the theater that I saw it in, it, like it was, it went over really well. 
But yeah, like I said, there's a ton of zombie movies. You got the Zombieland movies. You got Shaun of the Dead. You got uh, Hammer Horrors, Plague of the Zombies, which I just recently watched and really enjoyed. It's just, it didn't waste any time. It was just very methodically uh, scripted. And it was it was a very, very good movie. Um, Lucio Fulci's Zombie, which you gotta watch it just for the wood splinter through the eye. I mean, and I'll just leave it at that. Um, <laughs> there is a movie coming soon called Corona Zombies from Full Moon Features. It is evidently in post-production. In an article from filmschoolrejects.com, it says the film's story revolves around a pandemic that turns infected people into bloodthirsty lunatics. Uh, those who subscribe to Full Moon's streaming service will be able to watch this thing on April 10th. And I wanted That's to like read the an people that are that are showing up uh, at Costco turning into a lunatics. <laughs> probably i mean it's crazy they this thing started happening and these guys cranked out a film but i wanted to read a little excerpt from this film school rejects article about this project which we'll link in the show notes but it says there's an argument to be made that the mere existence of this movie is a offensive and insensitive of course the history of horror and exploitation movies is littered with films that courted outrage from the get-go or have shamelessly exploited social anxieties and atrocities for example the manson family murders inspired a whole wave of movies that portrayed hippies as demented cultists back in the 1970s, while the H1N1 virus spawned countless disease-themed horror movies only a few years ago. Let's not even get started on movies based on the crimes of real-life serial killers. There will be people who find the release of Corona Zombies to be in poor taste, and that's completely understandable. Others will probably find Full Moon's shamelessness to be quite amusing. So... There you have it. Someone's already trying to capitalize on it. Yeah. <laughs> then, of course, you have um, in TV, The Walking Dead, which has been going since 2010. Um, I'm only going to mention one book, and that's Zombies for Zombies, which came out in 2009 by David P. Murphy, and it's a ton of fun. I've been reading it again. Um, if you're in Transylvania and you're looking for zombies, you'll find it hard not to bump into some hard luck walkers in Shadow City, which is a dark, seedy, claustrophobic metropolis brimming with boxing rings and bookie joints, corrupt cops and killers, and the dead come back to life as zombies. Um, and as you may or may not know, Shadow City is one of the 13 wild and de deadly districts of Transylvania, which you can learn more about in our book, Transylvania Travel Guide. Um, and you can find that at jackolanternpress.com. So, that's about it. Uh, anything else, Tom, before we wrap this one up? Nope, I, I got all my stuff out. I think, uh, I think everybody should just, uh, just grab all this content that we just told you about. And honestly, like, you could just look, look up so much stuff online. I, I started looking up apparel and I mean, there's tons of shirts, toys, figures, stuffed animals, yeah. action figures, yeah, posters. This is the I mean, time to do it. it. Yeah, this if you're quarantined. Yeah, if you're quarantined, yeah. there's there's plenty of uh, zombie stuff that you can uh, wrap your teeth around. So, all right, cool. 
Well, that sounds like that's going to do it for this Monster Monday. For more about the monster universe and the monster revolution that's upon us, or to become a monster revolutionary yourself, go to jackolanternpress.com. And also check out our Facebook group, Monster Revolution, which we'll link to in the show notes. We thank you for joining us this evening. Stay safe and stay healthy, and we'll meet up again soon in the pumpkin patch. Thank you.